Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today we're going to continue the 31 Nights of Horror, 31 Nights of Halloween, however you want to say it. And today's film is an underrated film. If you've never seen this film, I don't blame you. This movie came out in 2005. It's called Hard Candy. Uh, the movie's directed by uh, David Slade, and uh, the movie stars Patrick Wilson. <coughs> The movie stars Patrick Wilson and Ellen Page. Now, before I get started, I understand the whole transgender thing had just happened uh, with Elliot Page. And all due respect to him and everything like that and everything that they stand for, I have nothing against him, nothing against uh, his beliefs or anything like that. But for the sake of this podcast and the sake of the movie that we're covering, we're going to refer to the character, to the actor as Ellen Page because that's you know, who's in the movie and things like that. So I'm just kind of clearing that out the way. I know there's a whole uh, situation going on, a controversy going on. I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm just kind of clearing the waves. I'm not here to offend. I'm not here to question somebody's belief. I'm here to review a film. That being said, this movie came out in 2005, and this movie is basically about a, a young girl who... Um, a young girl who's about maybe 14 or 15 years old and she is uh, uh, she is murdered by a 32 year old man uh, after they meet online and uh, the man is actually played by Patrick Wilson who the character of his his character in the movie is a pedophile and everything like that and he's kind of used uh, the internet and um, things like that to kind of, you know, lure young girls to kind of get, you know, because he's a photographer in the movie, you know, he he uses it to lure young girls to kind of pose for him, and then, you know, he sexually assaults them. Uh, Ellen Page in the movie plays the, the girl who gets killed in the movie. Ellen Page plays her roommate, and she kind of does like a little bit of like a like a backwards reversal on Patrick Wilson. She goes on the internet to find him. And she kind of does the same thing that he does. She lures him into kind of doing the same thing. And when she, when you see her execute this plan that she's come up with, this masterful plan that she's got to exact revenge on her roommate, it is both dark and twisted. And it gets to the point to where, um, you want something bad to happen to Patrick Wilson's character because he is a pedophile. He preys on the, you know, he preys on young females and things like that. These are, you got to think about it. These are kids that he's fucking with and things like that. And it's very, very dark and twisted. But then you got Ellen Page's character who's willing to go to the fucking extreme to, to get revenge on him and things like that. Like the, the end of the movie, um, like that's the whole movie right there the movie is because this happened online and you know back in this was you know the mid early to mid 2000s social media wasn't a thing yet there was no real way to track online crime or anything like that a lot of that stuff was still in its infancy at that time because there's no way to track who he really is um
um, you know, there's there's really not a whole lot they can do. So when uh, Haley, Ellen Page's character, uh, kind of goes through the motions of you know doing this on her own, she goes to the extreme, and you realize that you know for a fact that when when you first see them interact together, it's very creepy. Even though it's kind of sweet and innocent, it's it's got a very creepy undertone. You know, she's eating uh, some type of chocolate and things like that. And he offers her some. He offers him some. She offers him some. And uh, things like that. And rather than take a piece from her, he notices there's like a little bit of chocolate below her lip. And he takes his thumb, wipes it, and then eats that. And I was like, that's very disturbing even in 2005 that's very disturbing you know because they didn't make movies like this this psychological horror was done in a way that is so unique that it can be relatively new by anybody who kind of sees the fuck anybody who kind of sees things from an outsider's perspective it really is when you think psychological horror you think something's going to alter that's going to fuck with you mentally this movie does that because you kind of you 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 feel bad for you feel bad for Ellen Page's character because she's gone through a lot. You know, her roommate just got murdered, her best friend has been murdered and things like that. And it's it almost seems like the it almost seems like there's nothing the police can do because he's kind of covered his tracks digitally. You know, there's no way they can track it. You know, they get burner phones, they get fake accounts, and there's no way really to track it. You know, a lot of that's like I said. A lot of technology back then was a lot of, in a lot of ways in its infancy. You know, these people were still kind of walking around with those weird uh, laptops and things like that. No cell phones, of, you know, no, well, there were cell phones, but no smartphones of any use and uh, things like that. So you kind of get the idea that, you kind of get the idea that when Patrick Wilson picks up on the fact that this this young girl is reaching out to him rather than him reaching out to her, that you know what could possibly go wrong you're not thinking clearly especially in you know as a fucking pedophile that's kind of disturbing so he kind of goes along with it and in that sense there's a few scenes where you realize he is so he's a conniving you know these fucking pedophiles will do anything to get what they want they're so vindictive so conniving so clever so cunning you know they have their shit on point and patrick wilson plays that character to a t like in the like in the first half of the movie when he's the when he's the antagonist you know and things like that he's the antagonist throughout the entire film he's the bad guy he's the one that that is going to get his comeuppance but you're not sure how he's going to get his comeuppance usually in a movie like this they get lured in, they fall in the trap, and then they go to jail, or they get killed in some type of way, and things like that. And it's like, what the hell? You know, where is this going? But then, slowly but surely, as Patrick Wilson thinks he's kind of going with that character, that he's kind of going with this person he's met online, and he's going into his you know repertoire of taking advantage of young girls, Ellen, Ellen Page turns it on a fucking heartbeat. And you don't realize the way she does it when she flips the switch on him and then kidnaps him. She tases him while he's in the restroom. She tases him while he's in like a bathtub. 
And it's like, what the fuck? And then that last scene, the last shot of the movie, not I wouldn't say the last shot of the movie, but the last like maybe 10, 15 minutes of the movie, he wakes up and he's tied to like the surgical table. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, where is this going? You know, you... And like, oh man, she's gonna do something like fucking crazy to him. And lo and behold, you know, I, you know, I, you know, because these movies have come out. Like anytime I do the reviews for movies that have been out for a while, I'm gonna spoil it. So, if you have not seen this movie, I definitely would, uh, I definitely would stop the episode now and go and watch it. But. And there's the, the scene in the movie that always sticks out with everybody is Ellen Page kidnaps Patrick Wilson. She ties him up to this like surgical table, and you're thinking, where is this going? The next time we see her, she's in like scrubs, like a nurse's scrub. She's got plastic gloves. She's got like a surgical mask on. Like, wait a minute, what is this? And she said her dad was a doctor and things like that. And she says she's seen this kind of done before, and he's like begging for his life. Like don't you you thinking she's like gonna like 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 do something you know she's gonna do something horrific you just don't know what and then um then she gets the bright she's got shaving cream she's got a razor and come to find out she is going to fucking castrate him and oh my god this movie took a dark and twisted turn because like I said you're they built the movie up to be like this revenge tale. Like Patrick Wilson is this pedophile who's just taken advantage of a young girl and now it looks like he's about to take advantage of Ellen Page. But then when Ellen Page turns the tables on him and you know she's got him strapped down and he's begging for his life, you're like, holy shit. This is not going to end well for anybody. And um, you know, you... Uh, you um, you get the sense that you almost want to feel bad for Patrick Wilson, but at the same time you can't because of what he's done already. It's like if nobody is going to give justice around here, or if nobody's going to help Ellen Page the way she sees fit, and uh. And everything like that, but the movie is just all kinds of crazy. It's so demented. I remember the scene when I saw that scene in in the movie because I saw this movie. The movie came out in '05. I must have seen it like years later because I'd never heard of it. I'd never seen it, you know, and things like that. And then Ellen Page. This was like way before she was popular for movies like Juno and X Men and Inception and obviously way before Umbrella Academy but you know this was like one of her first I don't I don't know if it was a major role because like I said in you know, the movie came out in 05 and I had never heard of it Patrick Wilson had done several movies prior to that because I know he did Phantom of the Opera earlier in the 2000s I can't remember when that movie came out and then um he had done several other movies and things like that. And he had kind of become a staple of horror films because he was in the Conjuring universe. He was in the Insidious franchise. And, uh, you know, he was, he was, a, he was a good, he's a good actor and things like that. He'll always be Ed Warren to me. And, um, 
and things like that. But then, uh, uh, but yeah, like like I said, this movie came out at a time when, you know, uh, indie horror films weren't all that weren't coming out, didn't really weren't generating enough buzz because in '05, like in the mid 2000s, this was the rise of the comic book film. You know, because the comic book series had taken off. This was it wasn't the MCU just yet, but it was, you know. Like I said, the X-Men movies were coming out. Spider-Man had just come out. I think Spider-Man 2 was already out. In 05, I believe, the Superman movie had come out with Brandon Routh. So, yeah, it was a crazy time in 05. And, you know, psychological horror films weren't all that great. And, uh, you know, everybody had tried to do their own thing. And, like, independent horror films, you know, they had to have a strong buzz. And I don't think this film did, but... I, I like I said I saw this movie like I knew who Ellen Page was when I saw the movie I was like that's the girl from Juno you know that's the girl from X-Men and then Patrick Wilson I just seen him in like The Conjuring and Watchmen and things like that and I was like I know who he is and then I was like man when did this movie come out and I recently watched it because it's on um, what did I watch it on I think it's on Tubi if you have Tubi that I think is what it's on Tubi or or um what's that other one that 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 not funko tv it's like fubo tv or something like that it's on one of those like those third party streaming services like it's not a popular one but it's on one of those and things like that matter of fact i think um uh it was on youtube because you know how youtube has those uh free movies every now and then and things like that that's the most recent time that i watched it and I remember seeing this movie and thinking, I remember this movie, but I, I just so crazy. Like I saw it as a teenager, you know, cause I was, I was probably maybe 14, 15 in 2005. So I was already maybe, you know, 18, 19 when I finally did see it. And, um, it was a crazy movie, man. This is, it, it, the directing, the writing is top notch. Like, I've not seen a genuine horror, a genuine psychological horror film like this in a long time. Uh, there's been a few to come out, you know, that kind of top that and things like that. But the ones that stick with you and the ones that fuck you up mentally, like this film did. Because you want justice to be served to the pedophile. You want something bad to happen to him. Like, you want him to get his comeuppance at the end of the movie. But for him to kind of go through the shit that... He went through being castrated, being, you know, tased and, you know, things like that. And then kind of being like the fact that he took advantage of young women. And then the fact that a young woman takes advantage of him at the end, you know, that that's kind of a comeuppance. It kind of reminds me of it, the, the scene where he's strapped down and she castrates him and things like that. I immediately thought of the movie Audition. If you've never seen the Japanese film Audition with a young girl, she's in the latex you know, surgical, surgical, uh, surgical outfit and things like that. If you've never seen that movie, definitely check it out. That's a great Japanese horror film if you've never seen it. I might cover that one, but I have to watch it again because it's been a while since I've seen it. But Hard Candy was probably um, a horror film that I think everybody should definitely check out. Um, yeah, if you stumble across it, definitely check it out. Like, if, like I said, if you're a fan of Ellen Page or now Elliot Page, if you're a fan of Patrick Wilson, if you're a fan of independent, low-budget horror films or psychological horror films, I'd definitely check this one out. If you have not seen it, like I said, it's on one of those 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 low-tier streaming services. I saw it on YouTube 
uh, I don't know if it's free anymore, but um, uh, but yeah, I I would definitely check it out if you have not seen this movie. I highly recommend it. It's good. It's creepy. It's everything from this movie. I probably give it like an I probably give it an eight point five out of ten. Uh, it's really good. The 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 directing, the writing, the acting, the execution, everything about this film is top notch. Um, the the only real problems I have with the film is probably the the, the pace. Because the movie is kind of short and everything kind of happens so fast and things like that. I was, I was like, yeah, this you could have drawn out a couple of scenes better. You know, the rapid editing is a real problem um, and uh, things like that. But I do, I, I, overall, it's really good. You know, I, I highly recommend it. If you have not seen the movie, definitely check it out. Um, like I said, if you're a fan of psychological horror films, independent horror films and things like that, this definitely should be one on your list. And, um, you know, I can't say anything bad about it, you know, other than maybe the bad pacing. But uh, other than that, this is a good one. It's definitely a good one. It actually made um, uh, the, so, I can't remember what year it came out. But Bravo had the list of the top 100 scary movie moments of all time. It's 100 films. Then they had another 13. Then they had another 30. And things like that. Hard Candy was on one of the lists, along with some of the movies that I had covered before, like, um, like uh, Cloverfield, and like uh, you know, there's a few of them that are on that list that I've recently watched, and things like that. You know, it's the Halloween season. Why not get into it and start watching some of those classic horror films, or watch some of the horror films that are good that not too many people have heard of, you know. Um, but anyways, guys, that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode. Be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, the Madhouse 21, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you've seen this movie, you know, let me know what you guys thought about it. If you have not seen this movie, tell me what you thought about it after you've already seen it. Are you a fan of it? Or, you know, what is your favorite kind of low-budget horror film or psychological horror film whatever the case may be let me know instagram and twitter the madhouse 21 um like i said we're still doing the 31 nights of horror films we are what is today the ninth yeah today is the the ninth so we're nine days in and uh things like that so we will be i will be continuing this series uh tomorrow there's a couple of films that are coming out uh over the weekend hellraiser came out um Excited to talk about that one. Now, originally, when a movie like that comes out, like Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends is coming out on Friday in the theater uh, and on Peacock and things like that. But I've already covered the entire Halloween franchise as well as the, you know, the previous Halloween Kills when that movie came out last year. So because usually what I like to do is cover the entire genre with Hellraiser. It's a little bit different with Hellraiser because Hellraiser is a is a remake, obviously, and things like that. But. Uh, to be honest, I've only ever seen the original Hellraiser, Clive Barker's original film. You know, so I might do that. I might cover it, and I might do the same thing because it's obviously it's the same thing that I did with Candyman. Because I know Candyman, there's more films, but I didn't see the other ones. I know there's more than one Hellraiser film, you know, from the '80s and things like that. But I don't think I've ever seen the other ones. I know I've I've seen the original Hellraiser, so I was kind of looking forward to seeing the remake and things like that. A lot of people. 
I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm getting mixed vibes back when I ask people about it. I ask some of my buddies, hey, have you seen Hellraiser? And a lot of people say, yeah, that old 80s movie. Yeah, I've seen it. But I was like, no, I'm talking about the new one. And they're like, ah, eh, you know, it's all right. And things like that. But I got to go see for myself. Um, I'm not sure if I'll cover the Jeepers Creepers series because I honestly don't want to go to the theater to go see Jeepers Creepers Reborn because... I was very disappointed with Jeepers Creepers 3, and it's not looking so good for Jeepers Creepers Reborn. But anyways, that's gonna, I'm going to save that for another episode. If I do happen to see it, I'm hoping it won't be in the theater. But uh, as far as the rest of the week is going to go, today and tomorrow, we'll probably just have one episode. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have our, our normal runs of episodes as they come out. So be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.